Renew your mind. I love having coffee with my pasta. It's just so personal. Be encouraged. This is my favourite programme. Pastor Kong is just so real. Hot seats, hot seats. Nourished in the word. The question and answers are spot on. Pastor Kong, we love you. This is the best. Something new is brewing. Hi, this is Pastor Kong. I want to invite you to sit back, relax and have a cup of coffee with me. Join us for Coffee with Kong. Hello and welcome to the show known as Coffee with Kong and I'm your host, Bernard. I'm so glad you can join me on this radio show where I get to ask my senior pastor some of life's most difficult or burning questions and in the process be well equipped to understand about life, faith and ministry. Well, we believe this show will greatly bless you and hopefully help you walk closer to God and live a purpose-driven, kingdom-driven life. Pastor Kong Hee is the Senior Pastor of City Harvest Church in Singapore and ever since May 2012, he has been on this radio show every week answering emails that come in to us at connect at cdradio.sg. Well, sit back and let's have coffee with my pastor, Pastor Kong Hee. Hi Bern, good good to be on your show and as you can see I still have my coffee yeah, I'm still having my coffee as well I, You know, I after all these years I'm still drinking coffee but not as much But my coffee is way stronger these days Potent, potency so, Pastor, Potency, man Yeah Pastor, you can reduce on the quantity but you certainly up the quality of it Yeah. Oh absolutely Yeah. And, and may that be the story of our lives Amen You know, the yes. older we get we may not do as much but let everything we do be of quality, right? Amen. You know, there's a Chinese saying that uh, old ginger, the older, the spicier. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Pastor, I have, to, I have to go to this uh, uh, this uh, email because it's by GJ. GJ Gonzalez. Pastor, you remember her? Yes, yes, yes. Sister GJ. GJ. Yeah, I follow Pastor, her on Instagram. Pastor, she's still... She's, she's traveling still, all around the world. Yeah, too much. Huh? Pastor, too much, man. Traveling so often. And Pastor, I tell you, she email. It's fantastic. Pastor, she says, uh, she wrote to us, connect at City Radio. And she says, Hi, Pastor Kong. Welcome yeah. back. I've been looking forward to hear from you again. I miss you so much. Oh, I miss um, you too, GJ. <laughs> sometimes when I think of you, I go back to your Instagram account. I will imagine you with a smile on your face, reminiscing the short talks we had. I've been itching all these years to ask questions as this is my opportunity to tap into your insights. The replays have been very helpful, but nothing beats fresh bread. Haha. <laughs> so, Pastor. Okay. Let's go. Fresh bread. Okay, fresh bread. Pastor, she's got five questions, you know, but let's right, answer right. every question one by one, okay? Oh, yeah, so, one by yeah. one. Thanks, Bernard, for accommodating. You've been awesome as always. If you don't mind me asking, I'd like to know from Pastor Kong. So she wrote here the first question, which you answered, you know, previously. How was your daily routine while in prison? So, Pastor, this first oh, my question. My daily routine. Yeah. So, Pastor, what will you do when you wake up? Like, what's the daily? Yeah. Okay. Let, let me tell you my daily routine. It's very simple. Every day is the same. Hmm? You know, when you're inside, every day is the same. You kind of like after a while, you lose concept of time. You know. <laughs> so every morning, I wake up at uh, five o'clock. And the moment I, yeah, five in the morning, the moment I wake up, I would um, very quickly uh, pray for an hour. Then after I finish praying, uh, uh, I would study the Bible. Lights come on at six o'clock. Then, so I would was, I was study the Bible and then we have breakfast at eight o'clock. 
and then what after we finish breakfast we we go to we have our workshop i mean we go to work and uh every evening we come back about five i would study the bible again and we have dinner then i continue to study the bible until nine o'clock lights off then i pray for one hour from nine to ten o'clock and then i sleep <laughs> so every day is the same every that's day. the routine every day is same so i pray one hour in the morning one hour in the afternoon and then usually in the middle of the day i try to take another hour to pray pastor what about what about like if there were like festive periods i don't know were there any every day is even festive period we oh. we do the same thing there's no difference every day is the same wow. okay every day is the same <laughs> so uh, you know and uh in and so I, i'll be reading three every uh every three days i'll finish one book so i need to read a lot of books so the three i finish days, I, one book three days one book so i just devour books you know and uh, a lot of books I never get to read before I like I became a big fan of Robert Lutnam Jason Bourne you know I became a big fan of Michael Connelly Harry Bosch oh so Pastor <laughs> you can have fictional books uh, fictional, you read fictional books so your family can can bring in two books a month mm. and then of course we have a small little library inside and of course in our cell we are able to exchange books so among among our cellmates So we we all get to read, and so I spend a lot of time reading, and uh, most importantly, we have our Bibles, right? Yep. So I get to read the Bible, and and I have a study Bible, so I really get into the the Word, you know, and so I really spend a lot of time reading. So on a given day, I study about ten uh, hours a day, and uh, I pray about three hours a day. Yeah. Wow. So every day is the same. Every day. Fantastic. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> Pastor, a second question is, um, can you share one memorable happening you had with some of your inmates? So, Pastor, any, 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 was there anything memorable that that you can? Too share? many, too many things memorable inside. Too many. Okay, things. just one, just one, just just one, just. Uh, I mean, there are too many memorable things that happened inside. Uh, one of the things I really enjoyed was my uh, prison chapel. Once a week, we have to spend time prison chapel. I mean, Pastor, I I I still miss it. Like I still the, miss it. The chapel, what, uh, Pastor? I mean, did, okay, I I don't know. Did you? No, okay, normal, normally when you have prison chapel, you have like maybe twenty, thirty inmates, you know, and uh, we come together for an hour, an hour and a half on uh, on Sunday, and we have counselors coming in from outside, and we get to uh, praise and worship God, and of course. We sing songs that are so old, you know, songs that are twenty, thirty. We don't have the latest songs, and they are all very simple songs. Hymns, so I've not touched my. Uh, sometimes hymns mm. or choruses, mm. and uh, we have. I have not touched my guitar for so many years, you know, twenty, thirty years, and then I start picking it up, and I was able to play the guitar every week. So it's a time for us to praise and worship God and pray for one another. Huh. I think. Uh, I think that is the highlight for the week for me. Every prison chapel, every Sunday was the highlight for me. I never miss it for anything in the world. Wow! You know, the, by the grace of God, when I was inside, I have never once reported sick. Never once. Oh, Pastor, because I. That is why. I, because yeah, I never once reported sick. Never. So uh, I was. I have five rounds of sicknesses when I was there. 
five mm-hmm. rounds, but I never once report the sick because I, I didn't want to miss a uh, workshop. Mm-hmm. That means I get to work. I didn't want to miss yard time because mm-hmm. I can run, and I never want to miss a uh, prison chapel. Chapel. Wow. So two and a half years. Two and a half years. I never once report the sick. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Asa, I must move on because she got five questions. Okay, first yes, question. Yes, go ahead. Question. Okay, she said that you must have had a lot of realization and deep thoughts while there. So she mm. she she does say that. Can you please mention some of them? I think it's too many, but Pastor, like a deep thought. Can you mention maybe you just share one, like one one really struck you, really 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 very hard, really very hard. I think I think the thing that struck me the, the possibly the most is. What is the whole purpose of Christian life? Mm. You know, whole. What is the whole purpose? I think if our purpose is into ministry, success, uh, even serving, and you know, then when you're put in a situation like that, your opportunities are very limited. If you put your whole purpose on your vocation, you know, mm. then when that vocation is taken away, you lose your job, mm. you lose your ministry opportunity. Then your whole life will fall apart. Wow. So I think, for a moment, I I begin to wrestle with that. Is my purpose in life my vocation? And wow. then what happens if I don't have a chance to exercise my calling? Then does that mean that my life is over? So I begin to realize that my purpose got to be greater than my vocation. Wow. And I found that my whole purpose in life is to be more like Jesus. And if I'm like Jesus, then no matter where I am, Jesus is, and where I am, I can serve the Lord. I can glorify Him. Wow! So I want to be like Jesus, not just in the things that I do. I want to be like Jesus in my character. Mm. So there I was in a in a very terrible place, <laughs> a scary place, violent place. I said, Lord, you help me to be more like you. And in order to be more like him, he has to change me. Wow! And I and one of the things that he really changed me, I guess, the biggest change in my life is that I think he dealt with my anger problem, my temper. Mm. I think that's the biggest change. I think that's a change that even my family realized, even son realized. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that something happened in the last two and a half years that all my temper problem is gone. You know. Mm. I and I found that I became more patient. Wow. I found that more forgiving. One of the big words I have learned is forbearance. I never yeah. used that word before. Yeah. For the first time, I realized what forbearance is, and uh, I found that I found inner peace. Wow. And I think very often we talk about peace. He's the prince of peace. But how many of us really have been at peace? Yeah, I think many of us are troubled with so many things. We have too many, too much cares of this world. Yeah, I think I found inner peace. That's the biggest change in my life. Fantastic, <laughs> You can go. We can go on and on. We we have to move to the next question, Pastor. Okay, she, this one is the fourth one. Okay, second last one. She says, "What were at the top of your things to do once you are out?" Okay, Pastor, you gotta tell me, man. What were the top? Top, top, top. Was it okay? Let me just make a, a, a wild guess. Was it Kentucky Fried Chicken? <laughs> oh, you're talking about food. 
I mean, I don't know what was the top thing that you wanted to do when when you were out. What's the one thing, top of the? I just thing? I just wanted to go home. Oh yeah. I just wanted to go. The top thing I wanted to do was I wanted to go home. Second top thing I wanted to do I wanted to go to church. Church. <laughs> yeah. So home, and church. But if you want to ask me, what was the first meal I had? What was the first meal? Uh, can you take? I okay. First meal I had was McDonald's. No way. Yes, my first meal I had was a McDonald's burger. Guess what? Is the second meal I had Kentucky say, Fried Chicken. Fried Chicken. See, <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, I miss McDonald's so much when I was inside. God bless oh, McDonald's. God bless McDonald's. <laughs> awesome. I don't know if we we can digress a bit, but don't you just miss the Rumbly Burger we had, Arthur? At the roadside <laughs> store. <laughs> Actually, I tell you, I tell you what, I miss uh, even more. I miss big, uh, Mac, big Macs. Big Mac. Big Mac. <laughs> <laughs> really, but when you are inside, I, suddenly McDonald's is the number one gourmet that you want that to try right? when you come I, out. Yes, oh yes. <laughs> I don't care about. I don't care about uh, a ten course. Chinese dinner restaurant. Just give me a Big Mac, man. That's what Pastor, I wanted. You do know that at the point of time in this recording, we are removed from that luxury of McDonald's, right? I know, I know. <laughs> But I had my Big Mac already. So, son came to, uh, you know, son, son came to meet me, right? When I yeah. came out, yeah, and she brought me Big Mac. Oh, oh it was wonderful. Wonderful. <laughs> no, actually, she got me a buttermilk chicken. But the, oh okay okay the, the, the buttermilk oh that was amazing fantastic right amazing fantastic man. best burger in the world amen and amen okay last question last question pastor and it's actually I think this is the big one this is the big one okay okay she says that how do you deal with temporal separation from loved ones this is a big question pastor how did you deal with temporal Separation from loved ones. You know, Pastor, all over the world, whoever is listening to this, we yeah. are kind of experiencing this. You know, Pastor, this yeah. exact thing, temporal separation from our loved ones. How do you deal with that, Pastor? How did you deal with it? I think it's very hard. I don't think there's a, a prescribed way of dealing with it. You yeah. know, I think sometimes we we grieve over separation. You know, sometimes. I think all of us, we, when we are separated, we all go through a season of grieving. Yeah, and we just got to learn to trust God. And when I was inside, I, I told myself, I need to be present, and I'm present here. And I just got to trust God that those people that I don't meet or I'm not with, God, you will take care of them. I think very often we miss them, partly for the reason that we are worried for them. Yeah. Yeah. So I just got to learn to trust God that God would take good care of them, even better than I could. Then, as for the、uh, the the sense of loss in me, I must let Jesus fill it up. Yeah. And so that's where the Word of God, meditation, prayer, all can kick in and really help us. But there is no easy solution. There's no、mm. easy solution to that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man. All, all, all I can say is that if those that are listening, if you're grieving over somebody that you miss or that you're separated from, it will get better. It will get easier. 
but you need to fill that void with uh, with the Lord, you know, and the love of God. Amen and amen. <laughs> Pastor Asha, and the email. Continue reading that last part. She says here, sorry, too many questions. I actually wanted to ask more, but these just these ones for now. Hehe, <laughs> appreciate it much. I've been praying for you, Pastor, and will continue to do. See you in church, GJ Gonzalez. Thank you so much, GJ. I, I hope that in the near future we can get together over coffee. And uh, I still remember you with your badminton. I hope is you're as fit as as you always have been. Oh yeah, yeah. I think she's still as fit. Yeah, uh, not much has changed, Pastor. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when I was inside, one of the verses I constantly meditated on was Psalm 63 and verse 1. It says, You, God, are my God. Earnestly I seek you. I thirst for you. My whole being longs for you. In a dry and parched land when there is no water. Let God fill your every void in your life. Amen. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you have a burning question or a topic to suggest, write to us. Connect at cdradio.sg. Connect at cdradio.sg. To find out more about City Harvest Church, visit our website at www.chc.org.sg. www.chc.org.sg. Don't forget to follow Pastor Kong Hee on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. At PS Kong Hee. At PS Kong Hee. God bless you and stay safe.